1: Good day Bengals fans. We are back kicking off the season at home with the Steelers coming up this weekend. Very exciting time to be a Bengals fan indeed. I mean, look, I have confidence every year. I feel good every year. I always think that being a Bengals fan in particular with all the bad luck that we have had in the past. I feel like the off season like you've got to be an optimist and I've never understood the people that were so terribly negative all off-season long. Because, I mean, how are you going to survive through the season, you know? If you don't give yourself some time to chill. But, um, hey, totally different now, right? Uh, and uh, The captains announced today, kind of impromptu style. Somebody asked Zach Taylor about an interview, and he uh, checked with PR to make sure he could do it. But, captains announced, and the one... Surprise, perhaps, the one newbie on the list, Ted Karras. How about that? I mean, you know, we've got this new look Bengals offensive line. We haven't really seen any of them because of the way Zach Taylor intelligently attacked the preseason, which is to say he did not allow his stars to get hurt like the rest of the league did. So we haven't really seen him, but man, Ted Karras um, making a big impact on practice, making a big impact on the team. You know, with them knowing that he was going to be that guy and and trusting him in that way. These were voted on by the players. Uh, Different teams do captains in different ways, but you know that was confirmed by Zach Taylor, voted on by the team. So there you go. I mean, that's Karras, and Karras was. You know the here's the third edition as far as this free agents. You know what I mean in, in terms of I think uh, I, Kappa was the bigger signing at the time. Leo Collins was obviously the biggest signing over there uh, overall. Excuse me. And now you've got Ted Karras stepping up and proving himself to be a leader on the offensive line, offensive line. Excuse me. Exactly what they need and exactly what the left guard's going to need. You know that's Cordell Volson right now. The rookie fourth-rounder out of North Dakota State. I say begrudgingly as a South Dakota State alum. But, um, you know, that's going to be a great situation for, for him between a team captain and Jonah Williams. Uh, pretty nice spot to have your rookie and, you know, your least proven asset on the offensive line. So, man, looking all kinds of different right there. That is exciting. Definitely love what's going on there. I'm going to flip to the other side of the ball, and I'm a, I'm a weird guy. You know, I, I uh, my most recent coaching gig, I was an offensive line coach and a defensive backs coach simultaneously. It's a weird combination, admittedly. Um, and that's the uh, shift we're going to take here from the O-line to the defensive backfield. Man, every time I hear somebody talk about Dex Hill, I just get excited. What do they going to do with him? What are they going to do? You don't lose a mad scientist, man. What, what's he going to do? What does he have in store now that Jesse Bates is back? What are they going to do? Exciting to think about. Uh, less exciting to think what's going to happen if we have an injury at, at the outside corner position with uh, Taylor Britt out. because uh, Now, razor thin there. I don't want to comment too much about the roster because it's a, you know, always moving. And if Alan George is not... On the practice squad, at least by the time uh, I call him Cheese, by the way. If my, my dude Cheese, uh, Alan George, is not on the practice squad by the time you're hearing this, they're probably doing something else. Uh, I mean, unless Dexel's the answer in an emergency situation, there, or perhaps Trey Flowers, but. Definitely a concern in terms of the depth at that position. As we flip back to the offense, I've got a concern about the the receiver position as well. I took a lot of heat. I think some of you thought I was screwing with you when I was saying, hey, maybe Stanley Morgan won't make the team. Look, I love Stanley Morgan. I love what he does in special teams. Um, But I really think they know they don't have great depth at receiver for guys that can play receiver. And that's where I really thought Kendrick Pryor was going to make the squad. Um, You know, like like they love Michael Thomas And I was trying to work on Nervous West. I, I thought they would go with Kwame That was probably my mistake I should have gone Morgan or, over Kwame Because um, Kwame the practice squad was going to happen But I knew it, I knew it Freaking Kendrick Pryor There was no way that dude was making it To the practice squad Okay, And I'll tell you why It's because Jamar J- Chase is why Look, Pryor is not Jamar Chase But he's kind of Jamar Chase-like He just does some Jamar Chase-like things He is not as good as Jamar Chase but he does some similar th- kind of things. And when you take a guy and he put stripes in his helmet, and he does things that look a little bit like Jamar Chase, all right? After what Jamar Chase did last year, everybody around the league is going to get whoa, and get all excited about that crap. So you knew he wasn't getting through there. You knew somebody was going to make a move. And look, they've got um, Marvin Jones. Love him. How flippin' old is he, all right, down in Jacksonville right now? Um And uh, and Zay Jones, uh, yeah, you know, kind of starting to put a career together. Like they don't exactly have a solid group of receivers down there. That dude might have a shot. I mean, probably not right away. You think I just like step in? But uh, I just might get a shot at some point here. So all the best to him. But here's my concern: is that. At some point, there's going to be some kind of injury. It's a it's a 17 game season plus playoffs, right? And look, T Higgins in particular, T Higgins is just kind of a soft tissue guy, you know, like he has little hamstrings and little little pulls and little things like that every once in a while. Like he's a sports car, right? That's like, like some of these guys. They're just like sports cars. They're like. You know, they, you gotta take him to the shop a lot, but man, when they're moving, they're moving. You know what I'm saying? Like Gronk was the same way. And I get the feeling I think I think Higgins is kinda of that guy, right? Oh, no, he hasn't had the don't get me wrong, like he's not he's not out as much as Gronk or anything like that. But I just I feel like he's gonna have those little soft tissue type things. And you're gonna lose Higgins for a couple games probably. They don't have anybody outside of Chasing Higgins. Who can really win on the outside? And I think Pryor could have been that guy. And they, and, you know, they got him for nothing basically. So, I'm I'm angry they let that guy go because I think he would have come in handy. I think he would have all of a sudden showed up. You know, the way they they tried to do with Auden Tate in the past. Um, you know, as being that other outside receiver, um, I think he could have played on some special teams too. Look, I, lo- I love Morgan. I didn't. didn't I didn't want to get rid of Morgan. I just thought they were more likely to do that than. Uh, you know, than to get rid of Mike Thomas, and yeah, I was reading some tea leaves on that stuff because I don't. They love the They love the way he plays. I don't think they love him on offense that much. All right, that's that's a potential issue. They they got to think about that. Now there's a lot of other weapons, but you're just losing that that outside dimension there. Okay, there's a lot of other weapons with Boyd, with Hurst, Evans, Mixon, what have you. All right. But yeah, I was just thinking, you know that that's where my head was at with that. Now I mean maybe Lassiter can be an outside guy too. Uh, you know, get him off the practice squad at some point. Um, you know he's to some extent showing that ability. Uh, but you know, I think I think Pryor was was the perfect guy to to be the just in case guy there, and I think he could have done some special teams. I'm I'm moving on, but. I'm annoyed by that one. I'm perturbed, if you will. You know, hey, I mentioned the Allen-George thing. Kind of weird they caught Allen-George because they're, like, they're so light at the corner spot now. I really would have thought it would have been Mitchell Wilcox because I think Mitchell Wilcox is a guy that can make it to the practice squad. You can protect him. You can call him up. You can play him on special teams. Um, you know, And they just picked up the fourth tight end in uh, Asiasi, who I think once he gets on board is going to surpass um, Wilcox, at least in terms of playing on offense. And if there's any concern with, with Sample, he'll be the guy. Um, or even Hayden, for that matter. Uh, I think he'll be the guy. But that, that was uh, yeah, that that was that was kind of weird to me. And, and I'm wondering. I think Asiasi can play some special teams, too. I believe he, he played a fair amount in New England. So, I don't know. I wonder what, what that means for, for Mitchell Wilcox in the long term. Um, what else we got? Hey, uh, Max Sharping. Another cool little signing, you know. hasn't hasn't done too much, but he was a guy a lot of people like coming out. I guess Pollock liked him coming out. Gives you another guard, um, maybe your third best guard. I just don't think I don't think Hill's quite ready yet. I love I love Hill. I you know, don't hey hey people whose last name Hill or probably his brother or something. <laughs> don't be don't be at me, call me a hater. I'm not. Man, I like the guy. He's just I just he's just a little inconsistent right now. All right, Jackson Carmen, obvious problems. Uh, I feel good about Hakeem as a as a swing, but it's good to have another guy inside, so you're not forced to put Hakeem at guard if if uh, something goes wrong on the inside. Uh, what else we got? Uh the line, I guess. Uh, you know, Zach Carr is gonna be a big big force this year. Like like, well, is he? That's the question. Uh, question mark, I should say, Zach. Carter needs to be a big force. Like, they really need that guy to step out more than any other rookie. Like, you know, they, they need him to step up uh, into a supplemental role at the three technique spot. Remember, Ogan Joby took more reps than Hill last year. Hill were expecting more out of this year, more reps, and to have the same type of production. So, Carter's got to be able to pick up, you know, a decent amount, like to give Hill a breather and to give him that opportunity to keep him fresh there. So he's gonna be able to do that. I think you're gonna see a lot of defensive ends playing inside. I know people call me crazy cause he's light, but I think Gunter could be playing uh, on the inside in passing situations. Uh, I think Sample should be playing a lot on the inside and running situations too. I'd like to see him at five technique as well, but we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, Trey Hubbard has done it in the past. You know, we, we saw them do it with Trey in practice a little bit. So I think we're gonna see a little bit of that stuff. Um, a pretty nice little pass rush group especially on the outside some 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 cool little pieces they've got obviously osai coming in that's going to be nice it's just that three technique spot you know just figuring out what to do with that and to, to get a little bit a little bit of pass rush juice when you don't have hill on the field there uh it's going to be big going to be big um yeah that's about all i got so yeah, I think there's some interesting guys sitting around on, on IR, on the PS, some guys we talked about, some uh, notable guys. We'll, we'll see uh, where they develop, how they how they come along. Devin Cochran, offensive lineman, one. Kwame Lasser, I already mentioned. Um, I think Donick Davis could and Raymond Johnson could see some some PT from time to time uh, on the, on the D-line there. Obviously Trenton Irwin, he'll get caught up here and there. Man, I mean, maybe he's playing on the outside. I don't know. Um scales, Gillum, who I think both, you know, showed some nice things. Browning obviously everybody loved uh in the preseason. Uh Tyler Shelvin, who I haven't given up on. I feel like a lot of people gave up on him. I haven't given up on Shelvin. I think he's he's done some nice things. Uh, he just needs to take that next step. And and obviously the two special teams there too. Um maybe Huber's, you know, time is times are numbered. Maybe maybe the Crispin's gonna pop up here at some point. Uh, Adamidas, you know Maybe they go try him out for a year And see how they feel And see how our Harris feels Because um, I think he's a dude too The uh, long snapper So there's some interesting guys sitting around Like we said, it's a fluid thing And this roster is ever changing They're going to pick up some more guys Before you're even hearing this They're probably going to you know, pick somebody up Off somebody's practice squad Or off the waivers Or something like that uh, It's an ever-moving process The final roster is not the final roster you may say. But anyway, I've rambled on for long enough, I think. I'm at Minnick. This is Coach Speak. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be here all season long. Looking forward to getting that big W against the Steelers this weekend. Houdet. Yeah, come.